Hello, everybody. Welcome to the TeacherCast Educational Network. My name is Jeff Bradbury. Thank you so much for joining us today and making TeacherCast your home for professional development. This is the MIE Spotlight Series podcast, the official podcast for Microsoft Innovative Educators. Thank you so much for joining us today. We are so glad to have you. Of course, as the school year wraps up, right in front of us is the amazing ISTE conference. My guest today is not only going to the ISTE conference, but has some great guests and some great stories to tell you guys all about ISTE. Before we bring him on today, we have, of course, some great things happening over in the world of Microsoft Innovative Educatorness. Um, applications right now are out. Applications right now are available for self-nomination. This is an exciting time of the year. You can, of course, go to aka.ms.mieexpert. Sign up today. Nominate yourself today. Lots of great stuff going on there. You can, of course, find all the great things happening over on education.microsoft and, of course, educationblog.microsoft.com. Tons of great stuff there. Tons of professional development. As the weather gets warmer, don't forget to check out all the great stuff happening over at Microsoft EDU and, of course, follow them on Twitter. I want to bring on our guest today. He is a fourth grade teacher in North Jersey. I want to bring on Mr. Tony Jackson. Tony, how are you today? I'm doing great, man. Thanks so much for having me. Thank you so much for being here. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, so as you mentioned, I teach fourth grade. I taught second grade for about four years. And uh, this is my is this my seventh? This is my seventh year teaching fourth grade. Uh, it's been fantastic. Uh, I got into teaching because I had a love for working with and performing for kids. And I was doing performances in theaters and doing workshops with literacy. And uh, I started substituting and which spiraled into me seeing that I really loved the educational piece of the performances and the workshops. And I said, you know what? I think this is where I'm supposed to be. So I've been in the classroom since and I love it. Now talk to us about some of the things that you do in fourth grade. What do what, what excites your school, your students this year? Uh, uh, Okay, so sometimes I get the question of what my favorite subject is to teach, mm -hmm. um, which is really tough to narrow down because I find something that I love in everything. Uh, some of it I came to, like math, like I wasn't a math expert, but I, I spend so much time because I know that my kids love when I love something. So when I can dive into it and get really excited about it, I find the same thing happens with them. Uh, so the things that they're excited about this year um, I always bring music into the classroom. I'm a big hip-hop head, so hip-hop is a big piece of uh, my pedagogical approach. I try to take some things that I see in the tenets of the culture and put those into my lesson. So there's definitely going to be music, but it's all with a, with a purpose, and it all plays out so that it really helps the kids. Now, how do your kids uh, get introduced to this? Is this something on day one you just start bringing in hip-hop, or do you slowly bring this into the curriculum? So now, uh, for the past couple of years, day one, I start out with, my, with my, uh, a rap called Welcome to Fourth Grade, and it just introduces me, it introduces the classroom, uh, and then I, I end it with a call for them to tell me something more about themselves. Um, but that's, that's fine-tuned. You know, it, it used to be that I would just find something to rap about that had to do with any of the content and try to squeeze it in somewhere. But thankfully, every year, I'm a better teacher than I was the year before. And I've learned how to really integrate it so that it's really working for the kids. So, so, so wait a minute here, Tony. I, I got I to gotta pause the podcast here just a little bit. And everybody out there who's listening, just, just kind of go with this conversation. Tony, are you telling us that you can do a welcome to the MIE program rap right now on the spot? 
Oh my goodness. I, that is, that might be what I said. Is that, I, 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 think, to, I, I, think, I think anybody out there listening to this is going to go, yeah, that's what he said. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. Uh, yeah. I mean, listen, I, I'm, I'm always up for a challenge. I teach my kids. They gotta, they gotta go for it. You know, we, we work on improv. So. Okay. Maybe. We'll, we'll tell you what, let's, 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 let's end the podcast with that. Okay. So, we'll, uh, so like if you're out there listening, stick, stick around to the end. <laughs> We've got a surprise for you at the end here. Okay. Cool. Um, so anyway, go, let's get back into fourth grade here, okay? Because obviously we're here at the end of the year. We've got some great things going on here. Um, does the how, how do you bring in all these extra, you know, parts of your life into the classroom? Because sometimes it's not easy to to kind of just let your guard down and, and hang with your kids a little bit. Um, do, do they get into it? Do you have them writing raps? Like, what what do you do with this uh, when it comes down to you know your math, your social studies curriculums? So I. I started by, I started by just making it, trying to make it as engaging as possible for the kids. And because my passion was in rap and music and poetry, that, that got them excited. But then I started seeing that uh, it had such a direct connection to things like uh, vocabulary. And I was, I was using that. So I would give them the lyrics and then they're going over it. They're learning it themselves. They're able to associate it and use the terms that they're seeing, whether it's in the book or whether it's something that we've just gone over. Um, but then I started thinking about the tenets of hip hop, which um, for the uninitiated uh, originally were emceeing or rapping, which is the vocal transmission of it. Uh, then you have DJing or turntablism. Uh, you have break in or break dancing. And, uh, and then finally you have graffiti or uh, uh, graph writing, graffiti art. And so I, I started to look at each of those and see how those could play into uh, the classroom. And I feel like breaking and b-boying is a direct connection to, to me that I think of kinesthetic learning. So I think of being able to get up and move around and some kids need to have that kind of connection when they're learning. So where can I put that into a lesson uh, with, with rap? It's, it's the writing. So maybe they're writing a rap, maybe a poem, maybe an essay, however they communicate that way, whether it's orally or if it's, it's written um, turntablism and DJ, I think of innovation and tech. And so that's the piece that I look for what they can take and turn into something new. How can they use something to, to bring something further than, than, uh, they started with it. Um, and then, uh, and then graph writing. So always connecting that art. I mean, I, I also, I went to school for visual art. So any way that we can bring something visual into it as well. And I try to keep those connected at any point during the day in, in, in every lesson in some way. You know, I, I love that you said you have the kids move around. We of course know that kids learn orally, visually and kinesthetically. I got to ask what, uh, what do the parents of your students think when they have their kids come home and they're, they're rapping, they're doing all these different things. What, what kind of feedback do you get from, uh, from your, from the parents in your class? Uh, thankfully it's been, it's been fantastic. Uh, uh, I think that it, a relationship with, the, the grownups at home is, is so important. And when they start, when they start coming to back to school night or, uh, you know, however we connect, if they see me somewhere else throughout the school, um, just being able to know that they can reach out and we can connect that way. I think that opens them up to let them know that, uh, listen, if this is something that you're concerned about, let's, let's talk about it, but I want you to see it in action. And so, uh, you know, I give the kids um, a CD that has some of the, the music. It, it, there's more tracks every year because I'm writing more things, but they're taking it home. They're showing them the lyrics. They're telling them what they learned. They're relating it to things that are, that are happening currently. They're relating it to the things that they're learning. So um, the parents have been fantastic. They've been all on board. 
Now, one of the things that I know you are a fan of in the tech world is using OneNote. Uh, talk to us a little bit about how you're using OneNote these days in the classroom and out of the classroom. Sure. Um, so our district is not yet one-to-one with, uh, with, with, uh, with OneDrive or with Microsoft devices. So when I started bringing, uh, when I started bringing OneNote into the classroom, it was on my personal, my personal laptop. Now I have uh, five desktops that have Windows 10. And so now I can actually run it and it's something that my, my kids can use. But I started just showing them how I was using it originally as a digital notebook. And then I started using it. Uh, I chart a lot in my class. I chart in, uh, in every subject and I, I chart as a, a, a way to get the lesson across to the kids. So I started creating those in OneNote and then I can share it with the kids. I can have them take pictures and edit. They can take notes and they can throw things into the lesson as well. Um, where if it's physical, they're taking post-its and they're sticking it right on the chart in class. But here, they have so much more that they can do. What kinds of activities are you doing with your kids? Uh, and just in general? Well, using OneNote or, you know, give, give us an example of some of the things that you might be doing using, uh, you know, OneNote or Windows 10. Sure, sure. Uh, so one of the things we had, um, when we had spring break, uh, I guess homework is often a controversial topic uh, for a lot of teachers. And... Uh, spring break comes around and there's a, a big expectation um, in many districts that you will have a packet. So kids fear the packet. And uh, I definitely know that my kids need to have something that's going to keep them engaged and they need to have something that, um, that shows that they're actually focusing on their learning at some point while they're, while they're home, but they're having a good time. So I gave them a, a, a scavenger hunt and I made the scavenger hunt connect to all of the different things that we're learning um, we're learning division, so show yourself sharing something, who you're sharing it with, um, how you're using some of the principles that we learned in math, and it could be just sharing it with a picture. Some of them recorded a video, and so some of the kids would uh, come back in, and they may have, um, some of them emailed them to me, some of them just took a couple of pictures, had their parents send them to me, and some of them wrote them down on paper, um, but when we were able to start uh, uh, have our class uh, class notebook in OneNote, and they're adding pages where it's showing. Here's the different ways that I can show that I learned uh, division. Here's the different ways that I can show. Um, trying to think of what some of the other things that we were learning. Uh, oh, so we were talking about living things. So they gave examples of living things, the needs of living things. Uh, show cause and effect was another one, and they got really really creative with how they were able to display that. And we have, a, we have a place where they can all look and see, oh, here's some great ideas that I didn't think of. We are here today talking to a fourth grade teacher, teacher of the year in 2015, author, Ooh. poet, uh, hip hopper, Tony Jackson, amazing guy here. Tony, one of the things that I always ask my teachers on the show is tell us a little bit about the MIE program. What has the Microsoft Innovative Educator program meant to you? So the way that I came to it was uh, I was fortunate enough to, uh, to be in a commercial for Microsoft. And through that, I said, well, I, I see they're doing these exciting things with education, but I saw it from a distance. And so my entry into all of that was the, uh, the MIE network. And so I jumped in, um, I became a part, and I started seeing all of the different things that they offer. So I started taking multiple courses. Uh, it became like a regular thing that I would do a couple of times a week um, and getting great ideas, connecting, 
Uh, I was able to organize uh, some Skype in the classroom sessions um, and just all, all kinds of things where I could see that I'm definitely not alone. I feel like as a teacher, you need to have a community and it's not, it's not just your colleagues in your building because as, as great as that is, you need to make sure that some of the thoughts that you're looking for reflect your own and are things that you haven't thought of yet. So I was seeing new things. I was seeing things that I was interested in reflected from people all around the country and all around the world. And I could see little different inroads that I could just jump in and say, hey, can you pop into my classroom? Uh, I want to take a look at this. I have a course I can take here. So it's been, it's been fantastic. You know, one of the things that many MIEs mention is this sense of community. What has the ability to reach out and be a part of the MIE community meant to you? But most importantly, how has that trickled down to your students? One of the things that I, I always want my kids to, to be aware of is the interconnectedness um, that, we, that we all share. When we're, especially in an age where we're talking about um, exposing them more and more to technology and, and getting them more acquainted, there's a reason that we're doing that. It's because we have a global community now, and I want them to see that everything is so much bigger than it may appear. Um, so even though we're looking and we're, we're making sure that we're connecting with other classes in the building and other schools in the district, it's way beyond that. Some of the kids have not really left New Jersey. So they have to see that there's things going on here. Look at the way that this classroom uh, functions. Even things like look at the way that this classroom is set up. So I've had kids say, hey, that, that's really neat. Can we try that here? Um, and I think it's cool that they can see that I'm, I'm open to that as well because I don't have all the answers. And I think that's important that teachers and students understand that. Again, we don't have those answers. It's okay. The collaboration, I always like to pass on that idea of, you know, the smartest person is the room. Let the kids talk about all this. One of the best places that we can go every year to go and talk, have these conversations is the ISTE conference happening this year in Chicago at the end of June. Uh, talk to us a little bit about your ISTE experiences. So this is actually going to be my first ISTE, nice. and I, I have heard, I've been digging, I've been digging deep, and I, I, I only started going to, uh, to these, these big conferences within the past year or two, but I have a great network, um, not only in the MIE network, but I have a great network surrounding me, and I'm talking to a lot of teachers who continue to tell me, this is going to be the one, wait until you get there, it's not just a trade show. It's, you're not just going to be seeing what products are offered. You're really going to get a chance to do some deep learning and make some deep connections. Uh, you're going to get a chance to collaborate creatively, and it's really going to open you up to some incredible opportunities. So I am, uh, I'm on fire, man. That's awesome. I'm so glad that this is your first time of anybody out there that's sitting there going, what is ISTE? Where do I find out more information? You've got two great places to go. Number one, isteconference.org. It's the official home site. You can try everything. You can register. You can see all the different speakers. A lot of great stuff there. Um, and heck, go to the speakers section. Type in my last name, Bradbury. I'm so excited. I got three Great presentations going on this year. A lot of good stuff. The second place that I want you guys to check out is over on TeacherCast. You can go to teachercast.net forward slash ISTE. And we have over 100 of our broadcasts and podcasts and interviews and all of our stuff from the last six years of ISTE 
over at teachercast.net slash ISTE. So check that out. Uh, is there anything that you're looking forward to at ISTE here? Maybe meeting people or seeing some things or going to sessions. Is there anything that's popped out yet about, about Chicago this year? Uh, every one of those things. Yes. Uh, I mean, I, I'm, I'm super excited for, uh, for, for sessions and I, I, I'm, I think it's, it's really got me buzzing that I, I don't know what to expect in some sense. So uh, the same way that I try to get that excitement going in my kids, I think the, the most excited that my kids are in the classroom is when there's a sense of wonder, when there's a sense of what's, what's coming next or where is this going to take us. So that's the feeling I've got now. I, I will tell you that the, around this time we do shows of, you know, what to get ready for at ISTE, what to expect for ISTE. I will tell you the one thing I would, well, one of the two things that I recommend everybody get, and I'm holding this up to the camera here, but get yourself a nice battery charger for your phone. Ah. Something that you could use. This one here happens to have like two extra phone battery charges to it. Get a couple of them. Um, you're, you know, once, once you're there, you start tweeting, your battery goes down. There's just never enough plugs. SD is 20,000 educators all under the same roof, having a good time, Ooh. connecting, mingling, tweeting, Facebooking, Instagramming. The second thing I recommend to you, Tony, a nice pair of shoes. Okay. <laughs> I've, I've been looking into all the hotels, all the events, and most of the hotels out there are, it's about a 38 minute walk. So, wow. And then, of course, you're walking all day. So definitely nice pair of shoes. Get yourself a battery charger. You know, this is this is Jersey boy here to Jersey boy here. Right. All right. All right. So definitely. Hey, we should probably do some kind of like a, a Jersey meetup or so. Oh, you're speaking my language, man. I love this. I love I'm literally taking notes. So, yeah, let's do that. Oh, absolutely. No, there's a lot of great stuff here. Um, you know, I, I, I want to say thank you so much for your time today. You have been absolutely an inspiration. And there's so many things. You know what? I know everybody's sitting there in the car, maybe listening, going, when's he going to get to the hip hop? When's he going to get to that hip hop? We're not at the end of the show. You guys. You got you to gotta wait for that. I, I know he says he's writing down things about Isti. I think he's writing down lyrics right now. Tony, before we go, I have a, a little game that we play with all of our MIEs. I'm, and, and here I'm going to call what we used to call it. Tony, would you be interested in taking the Jersey five? Oh, I absolutely would. Let's do it. Five questions that test you really make you think. And, uh, you know, I had a few MIEs that actually were in tears at the end of this. So no pressure, man. No pressure. This, is, this isn't the hard stuff. The, the hip hop at the end is going to be hard here. Are oh, you man. ready? Okay. This is like a gauntlet. Let's go. Uh, question number one, your favorite Twitter or hashtag to follow? Uh, I have to pick one. I, uh, I got to go with a uh, hashtag hip hop ed. Ooh. Hip hop ed. Definitely right. check out hip hop ed. All right. It's going to get harder here. Number two, your favorite educational tool. I will go with one that's a regular go-to in the classroom, which is uh, Flipgrid all the time. Why Flipgrid? Uh, the way that we're able to allow students to have voice and feedback and give it to not only each other, but to me, um, it's just, it's just been fantastic. It's, it, I, I, I'm a big notebook person, but this has just expanded what I've been able to do and what they, I was able to see from them with notebooks. And it has just totally set the classroom on fire. And are you flip gritting or is your students flip gritting? Uh, I am occasionally. Sometimes they have to remind me. They'll say that we haven't heard your voice in a little bit. Um, but they are definitely the go-tos. They, they can teach me a thing, a thing or two sometimes. Very, very cool. All right. Number three. This is like round two here. Okay. Okay. 
Question three. What is the best advice you have ever been given as a, and I sometimes say as a teacher, as a, as an artist, as a, but just fill in the, fill in the blank there, but best advice you've ever been given as a. Wow. Uh, best advice. That is, you're right about the getting harder part. Um, all right. So I will say, uh, so my, my dad has uh, these three S's and I'm not sure where he got it from, but he talks about uh, living the, the stage that you live life in. He says, so, you know, you start at the level of survival and then you achieve success and the, the, the level that you want to achieve is significance. So live a life of significance. And that has guided every, every other thing that I do. Live a life of significance. That is, that's pretty deep. That's pretty awesome. Maybe I can get you to work that into the MIE lyrics in a few minutes. Here. <laughs> All right. Number four, what do you hope your students remember about you when they graduate at the end of the school year? What do I want my kids to remember? Uh, so I'm, I'm big on the idea that uh, representation matters. So it really means a lot to me that I'm the first male teachers that a lot of my students will have had. Um, that I'm the first black teacher a lot of my students will have had. And almost always, uh, as an elementary school teacher, I'm usually the first uh, black male teacher um, that they will have had. So, so being able to take away a positive experience um, from someone that I, I hope that they continue to see throughout the rest of their life is, is one thing. Um, and also that learning is not confined to the classroom. Because I'm always trying to learn with them. Um, they see me making mistakes and growing from it. Uh, so those two things. Wow. That's, uh, that's, that's pretty awesome there. Thank you. Thank um, you. Tony, I got to say, you, fourth grade teacher, teacher of the year. You were the recipient of the John Lennon songwriting contest, which I would love to do an entire podcast on that alone. <laughs> bringing in hip hop, bringing in poetry, engaging your students. I even saw a picture of you with a puppet. Is there a, is there a, is there a story behind you with the puppet? Oh, I just, I just have a fascination with puppets. I love puppets. Um, I've got to get, you, uh, get you connected with my buddy Sam then. Oh, please, listen. I'm always open. Nice. With all of those things, mm -hmm. question five, what is the best teachable moment you've ever had? Wow. Uh, best teachable moment. Best teachable moment. Um, okay, so something that comes to mind... Something that comes to mind took place during the, uh, the last presidential election, and my students uh, had really strong feelings leading up to it, and then, uh, and then after the election. And it was something that was brought up so often in class be between themselves. I mean, and these, are, these kids are 9 and 10 years old, um, but they're talking about it. They're, you know, a lot of them were, were concerned, and they were asking me, and I'm, you know, I'm, I'm I'm making sure that I'm not trying to, uh, you know, lead them one way or another, but we did um, a frame and it had a couple of questions um, just to get them thinking and kind of direct their thinking. So it said, uh, uh, how do you think things may change? Um, what might some people, how might some people feel differently about the election? What are some issues that you think should be addressed by our new president? And what questions do you have for him? And I was trying to have questions that were not leading one way or the other, but would give me insight into some concerns they had and obviously some questions 
And it turned into a really great discussion um, that we had for a couple of days. Um, so yeah, that was, that was definitely one that sticks out. That's pretty awesome. Um, any advice, you know, we have, we have a lot of teachers that might be listening to this who are like, should I be an MIE? Should I self nominate? What is this whole thing about? Um, any last words you want to say to anybody who's like kind of on the fence of, do I fill out the application? Do I not fill out the application? Should I wait till next year? What is the program? Like anything you want to talk to somebody about? Oh, do it now. Jump. Jump. Don't wait. Jump and tell your friends so that you can bring somebody along with you. Um, it's fun that way, too. I've been loving sharing it with my uh, my coworkers as well. Nice. You can, of course, find Tony Jackson over on Twitter at he rhymes with me. And uh, Tony, we've come to the end of the show here. Uh, do, would you be able to uh, to entertain us for a couple seconds? Uh, OK, and be, be entertaining. I can try to be entertaining. Um, <laughs> OK. Uh, so then, so this is what we call an acapella, right? So acapella is when um, you're you're rhyming without a beat. Uh, so people at home, I guess you can snap your hands. Um, okay, you want to you want to give me a give me a countdown? You want to sure? You you want to give me a I, I, look? I'm a, I'm a music teacher. You want to give me a pulse or how fast you want to do this or what? What do you got? Oh here? man! Okay, okay, okay. Here we go. Um, so let me take a minute. How long do I have left? It's been a pleasure talking with this guy. I think his name's Jeff. Um, okay, when I go off, you better go on to the network. That's Microsoft. I'm digging everything that this might be helpful to someone out there. Go be an MIE. Bravo. Dang. <laughs> Listen, it'll it'll get better at ISTE. But, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, look, one of the things about ISTE, you you will find this out. Go get your tickets now, my friend. Yeah. Um, they they do the the I think it's Tuesday night. They always do the karaoke night. And, oh uh, man. I, I, look, I, I will say this. I'll give you one more hint about ISTE. All of the after-hour events start filling up now. So, okay. so start looking at the ISTE hashtags, look at all those different things. Cause you know, all the, all the different party invitations and stuff, right. Say good stuff at ISTE. And I hope I see you at ISTE out there. You can of course check us out. Tony, where, where online can we go? What's your website? One more time. What's your Twitter? How do we learn more about the great Tony Jackson? Uh, so check me out um, on Twitter. It's he rhymes with me all together. No spaces. He rhymes with me on Twitter. Uh, you can also find me there on Instagram. Uh, got some pictures of some of the things that my kids are working on sometimes as well. Um, Facebook. I'm just Tony Jackson. And uh, yeah, I think that's good enough. Tony, thank you so much for your time. And of course, thank you out there for taking the time to listen to the Microsoft Innovative Educator Podcast. We, of course, want to say thank you to Microsoft Education for making this show possible. There's, of course, several ways that you can reach out and be a part of this show. If you're an MIE, you can, of course, find us anywhere on Twitter at TeacherCast. You can go to TeacherCast.net slash Microsoft EDU to find all of our shows, hundreds of videos, hundreds of podcasts about Microsoft education. And of course, you can subscribe to this very podcast. On behalf of everybody here on the TeacherCast Educational Network, my name is Jeff Bradbury, reminding you to keep up the great work in your classrooms and continue sharing your passions with your students.